When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the third and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my Talk 1071 and live streaming all over the earth at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jace. Lex and Holly will be back next week. My buddy Grant from Lori and Julia is here. My husband Colin's filling in. And Fave Gal Pal, she's a legend, Lisa LaCourcier. Hello, Lisa. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. People are loving. I, we've been reading the notes, and it, we really appreciate it. People are loving the shows. The fact that Grant and I are the only live, <laughs> the only live show this week. Yeah. And uh, a woman just emailed. She's very nice. Uh, she's liking it. But listen to this email. She was. I'm so happy for your live show. This station allows more vacation time for employees <laughs> than any company I know. <laughs> Not real pleasant for listeners. Um, Long time listener, but geez. Now I will say this. Here's the situation with that. Yeah. Is um, when you work at my talk, you basically kind of die here. You don't really leave. That's the beauty. So the longer you're here, obviously, like any company, uh, the more vacation time you get for myself. And I can only speak for myself. It seems like I have a lot. But the truth of the matter is, and I, I always feel weird. I've always I feel like I'm defending myself and I don't have to. I've been at this company for 13 years, for heaven's sake. Um. I really don't have that much. I just take two long vacations every year. So it seems like I have a lot. I take two weeks in the summer and then two weeks uh, in the winter. And that's really four. I, I don't really get, you know, and Colin, I don't think there's you some, mind me some saying. some long days there or long weekends there. But yeah, yeah that's I mean, easy. like a weekend here or there. You know, I was, three day weekend. I was job hunting recently and I've got I a friend that works in HR. I was just going to say this. Yes. And. I think, you know, what, from what I was finding, four to five weeks of vacation is kind of commonplace at a lot of different companies. So Now? Yeah. Yes. Um, which, you know, and if you look at Europe, I mean, like, France gets, like, three months off. Right, Tony? You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tony, who's listening um, from France? Yes. It's So I think, you know, as Americans, we have this twisted sense of what's standard and normal. Because I'm like, if you think about it, two weeks out of 52 weeks in a year, that's that's not healthy for at least no. your mental health. You have to be able to check out. And the other tough thing with my talk, you know, is you guys have to be on the air 12 hours a day, five days a week. And this yeah. time of year when there's no one to fill in, what are you going to do? So it, it's it just is just smarter reruns. to shut down the, yeah, for the week. But I think, too, I, you, you're talking about Europe um, and, you know, the UK and also Canadians, you know, they don't get on a plane unless they're going somewhere for two weeks, right? Yeah. Like my 
Canadian friend Nancy, whenever she goes somewhere in a warm weather destination, she's gone for two weeks. And she does that probably four times a year, easily. Yeah. And and it's just what you do. I mean, you think about we we get lucky because we do these little quick weekend trips. You're hopping. You get yep. done with your show at 11. You're at the airport by 1230. And we're on a plane to Vegas to, you know, wherever. And that's easy to do. So I think people just assume that you're, you know, taking all this time off oh, when yeah. yep. when on, honestly, like you've done your show all week and we're just going somewhere for a quick weekend. trip. Yep. That's right. Yeah. And I get it. This year's. This year does seem like that. Like Lori and Julie have a lot of vacation time, but they've been here since God was in diapers. So they they deserve it. And I I have always said this, whether it's financial rewards or money, or I never begrudge anybody for the benefits that they have earned through hard work. Completely. I, I, I do not begrudge. I celebrate. People want, I think people should have more vacation. But uh, I'd but take no. less pay, you know, honestly, yeah. I mean, if someone would say, would I you would take too. a raise or would you take more t- paid time off? That time is time to me is way more valuable yep. than yes. a dollar. Agree. Yeah, way absolutely. More. Absolutely. And I think, you know, again, here it seems like more because most hosts <coughs> can't take the same time off. That's it. Yeah. And so it always feels like, gosh, they're not they're both not there. They're both not there again. Well, it's because your vacations have to be opposite. So. Mm-hmm. What yeah. might be four weeks of vacation now turns into eight weeks, yep. it sounds like, because you can't be gone at the same time. And that's is... why we kind of did what we did here this week was so that we could condense a week of time yep. and not so have... So we're all gone. So we're all gone, and there's no, putting, yeah, yeah. there's no putting a lot of pressure on other people to have to cover for other people. It was a way to kind of... And at this point in time, a lot of people are traveling, and we love all you that are listening right now, and we really appreciate it, and it's amazing. But as you know, Jason, a lot of people are out and about traveling yep. back and forth, doing things... So this was the best opportune time for us to kind of work Absolutely. that out. And we appreciate you coming here, listening to us live right now. And we're glad we can do this too. But, Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's great, but yeah. Uh, and everyone will be back in some capacity next week. I'll be back in the middle of, uh, in the middle of January before we took a break for that second hour, we were playing a little TV theme game and Lisa was talking about uh, maybe why she maybe lost to Grant. <laughs> oh, may- oh yeah. Was- I am. I'm just coming up with all sorts of excuses. I know. Uh, Lisa was raised on a farm with one channel. Uh, and she would get that channel if the antenna was po- uh, just directed the right way. Right? Like you're you're bro- really all kidding aside. Legitimately. Oh, really? I mean, oh, legit. Long Prairie, Minnesota, population 2,800 um, on a farm. And we had a channel and we had the rabbit ears and we had tin foil uh-huh. on them. And I remember as a kid... When like big shows were on on the channel that we could sometimes get if the weather was good or whatever, I remember as a kid, my <laughs> dad it. making me stand and <laughs> holding the rabbit no. ear, yeah, so that he could like watch a game or something because we, it was legitimately one channel, and then on on good weather days we'd get two channels. But like people will talk to me about certain shows or cartoons or whatever, I never got to watch. I I just honestly didn't watch them. You were working on the farm. I mean, I was up at 6 a.m., uphill, downhill, snowstorm. Yeah, no, it, but legitimately, I didn't really get to watch that much TV. Did you milk any no, animals? I was going to not milk any animals. You didn't? No, we had horses that weren't even ours. A, a woman rented our barn, but we had um, pigs and we had chickens. And uh, my dad was just like farmer, sunflower. Yeah. You know, he just kind of rotated stuff. But um, what was your favorite farm animal? Well, I had a pet chicken. Um, 
That was exciting. What was her chicken's name? name? That's right. I knew I knew Colin was going to ask. <laughs> you know me and my animal names. I sucked at animal names as a kid. So I had a black chicken and his name was Blackie. I had a rabbit. That's real original. I know. I know. I was like There's five. A, yes. And then I had a a, a white a rabbit, um, fluffy. Fluff. Um, yeah, I and this really rabbit it was fluffy. Fluffy. I really did not. I was not very creative when it came to naming my animals. Unlike Colin's family, when I first met Colin, y'all had chickens mm-hmm. at your really? mom and dad's. Oh yeah, when I first met him, they <gasps> had uh, a chicken coop, and your names. Unlike you know, Lisa had very common names. If it was a white chicken, it was white chicken. Yeah. <laughs> if it was a brown, look, it's brown no chicken. chicken. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, uh, the only one that I remember. There were two that I remember that I cracked up. Alex Trebek, yep. the chicken. Yep. And Beyonce. Yep. Heck yeah. Love yeah. it. We had Gloria. I loved oh it. My Gloria God. was named that after um, Milo and Otis. If you've ever seen Milo and Otis, I loved that movie as a kid. And there was Girl. Gloria the chicken. Gloria. So Gloria. Um, so Gloria, Marlis and Marie. I love that you do this. They were um, twin sisters that my mom grew up with that were like old ladies in town that never married, never had any kids or anything. So they were Marlis and Marie, these two two chickens that looked alike. Um, who else did we have? We had Dorothy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I like human names for animals. I love I human names. And especially yes. like um, unique or rare or like very human names. Mm-hmm. So. I think like a cliff. Yeah. I like a cliff or like, so all my dogs are all named after like famous people or athletes. So like Bo. Really? Yeah. Bo is Bo Jackson. Junior is Junior Seau, football player. Oh and our other old wolfhound, Grizzly, was actually named after the Griswolds oh, from, yeah. from the vacation family vacations. Mm-hmm. No and way. Currently, our new one is Elvis. And we were listening. When we brought him home, we heard uh, Blue Blue Christmas by Elvis. And we're like, that would be a fun name. So we took Elvis. Aww. So they're all like famous or athletes. All yeah. of our names. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I do too. Yeah. yeah. I had a St. Bernard growing up and his name was Bruce. I love Bruce. That was, it was yeah. either Bruce or Elvis. We were yeah. going Bruce or I Elvis. I thought you were going to say white and brown dog no and then our dog our lab we have a black lab right now and we got her her name is amy and we're like oh my gosh that is a ridiculous name for a dog and and we did a kind of a trial two-week period when we were trying to figure out if we were going to adopt her and and then after that two weeks when we're like oh gosh she's ours we couldn't change her name because she was amy amy Mm -hmm. that's cute now now that yeah. yeah yeah our dogs are always named after pop culture things oh so we've had dallas mm-hmm. um r.i.p that was our shiba inu oh i love sh- uh, you had a shiba we had a shiba inu oh yeah. those are beautiful dogs my best friend has one i love shibas yeah yeah very i didn't know that sorry to dallas, be outside. Uh, oh it's all right dallas was a pill dallas had like most shibas containment issues yes um so we sadly lost dallas really early in d's life uh and then so then we had dallas obviously named after the show um, and then we had Dexter. We have Dexter named after the serial killer. Oh, that um, makes sense. named after the show. Great show. And then when we got the Frenchie, I know exactly where we were. We were on the way to Colin's parents on six ten, and we were trying to think of a name. And we just laughed. We both laughed out loud <laughs> at the the juxtaposition, the visual of this little little pig, this little French bulldog with a little pig pig little you know scrunchy face. 
We thought, wouldn't it be funny if we named him Mr. Big? Love it. Um, after Sex in the City. Yeah. And now I can't imagine Big being He's so perfect. It's, it's so, so perfect. perfect. For him. It is. Yeah. But we have all sorts of names for Big's nickname, you know, Biggie, Biggie Smalls. I like um, that. Biggest. Yeah. Fatter McFatterson. <laughs> Fatness yeah. Everdeen. Fatness Everdeen. That's right. Fatness. Fatness Everdeen. Yes. Yep. That was during the Hunger Games. Like, come here, Fatness Everdeen. Oh um, Biggs, Biggie Smalls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He he answers to all of them. Mm-hmm. Sausage. Boobers. Bo- oh, yeah. And the, bub- the boobs. The boobs. Yeah. yeah Dexter is the boobs. Uh, the boobers. Mm. And then Dexter. But, yeah. Okay. He- can I? I'm sorry to interrupt. No. So, I I need to know what happened to the chickens. Yeah. Oh, all of oh. Colin's chickens? It's not a happy oh, ending. I mean, okay. it's not. Well, it's an election well, no. animal story. Yeah. So, no, um, my dad doesn't like to leave them in their pen. He's like, oh, oh. let them roam around. <gasps> my parents have seven acres. Mm. Well, I mean, there's animals that like to eat them. So, hawks, foxes, foxes, oh. all kinds of things. But slowly and surely, they decided he did. He raised pheasants. I had a pet duck when I was a kid. Love that. I named her Cheepers. So, we're talking about, you know, uh, original names for Aww. pets, you know, yeah, cheaper as a duck. Oh, I love that. Your dad White was contributing duck. to the food chain. It's yeah. okay, but she Aww. loved my dad. She would follow my dad down to the shop every morning, She'd wake up, walk outside, waddle down to the garage out back. Do you guys follow the Minnesota duck? No, Mm-mm. that uh, you have to look it up. He it's the duck that drums. I'll show you when we go to a break. I'll find the video, never, but he's like. This yeah. duck is like locally famous, and actually, it's a it's a local couple that has this duck, and they take the duck everywhere. The duck goes on walks. The duck is in a in a you know like they have a, a pack like you can put it a in backpack? their back backpack. Oh, or it's gosh. made specially for the yeah. It's like it's on I think Instagram. It's he's Minnesota duck or something. Look it up. Oh, wow. it's hilarious. This I duck is that. amazing. I love ducks. <laughs> I love mm-hmm. they, it's there. And if you want to see the funniest thing when you're if you ever go to Disney. People lose their mind oh over the God, ducks yeah. at Disney World. And it's like, out of all the things to freak out over at Disney, people lose their mind when they see a duck. And it cracks up the <laughs> cast members. Yeah. Oh, yeah. people. We've seen people stop in their tracks when they see a I'm duck. Like, I'm taking like, pictures. Do? And I'm like, yeah. um, like it's just a wait. duck. Yeah. <laughs> what? You're at Animal oh, Kingdom. Yeah. There's a lion right over there, and you're going to take yeah, pictures of this duck. and a giraffe and a rhino, <laughs> oh, yeah. and the duck is amazing. They lose their mind. Oh, they lose okay. their mind. Good to know. We're going to take a break. Stay right there. More when we return. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk and streaming worldwide in our my talk app. I'm Jace. Lex and Holly are off. Grant from Lori and Julia is here. My husband, Colin and gal pal, Lisa LaCourcier. Anyone seen Glass Onion? Grant, have you watched Glass Onion? No, I have not. Knives Out. No. Lisa, did you watch it? Oh, no, no, no. Knives Out. Okay. No, it's on our list. Yeah, it's on our list, too. We have yet to watch it. We watched a trailer yesterday. Looks good. We, you know, unpopular opinion. We did not love, and I can speak collectively for Colin and myself, we were... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast not down, we didn't love Knives Out as much as everyone else. Mm-hmm. Mike really enjoyed it. I was like, meh. 
I was I very, that. yeah. Did I you see that. it, Grant? Yeah, and I felt the same way. I, it was so, it was, my point being, it was good, but not good enough for me to jump on to this next one. So that's why I haven't even seen the next one yet. So it was entertaining, but yeah, like you said. I, I, I just, we, we got, what, an hour into a call and we dumped it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, you didn't really? even finish it. Oh, no, we didn't finish it. It was a slow one uh, in my eyes, but. Yeah. yeah. And I like Ryan Johnson. I, I, you know, I don't love exactly what he did to Star Wars, but, you know, I like mm-hmm. him. I think he's creative. Uh, but this one, we watch a trailer. And from what I understand, this is, you don't need to watch the first one to dig this one. And this one seems a little more, I don't know, up my alley. And I love the cast. Um, Catherine Hans in this one. Janelle Monet. Oh yeah, from uh, Catherine Hahn from uh, Agatha. Oh yeah, yeah okay. From uh, WandaVision. WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, I love uh, her. I love, I love her. her. I the just, cast. I just seems great. Oh, I just watched uh, Bad Moms Christmas last night with Lily, and she's oh, in it. Lord. It's not a great movie, but her character <laughs> in that movie is pretty damn funny. Pretty. Brent, let me just ask you: out of the Four hundred things you could watch last night. Hey. What prompted you to watch Bad Mom's Christmas? Lily. Okay. <laughs> she was Lily like, wanted to watch. She wanted to watch it, and I was like, "All right, fine." You know, we, okay. Yeah, trust me, it wasn't top of my list. I remember. I, in fact, first words out of my mouth were, "I remember watching this last year, not liking it that much." But then the second time around, I really Catherine's character. She's dirty. She's fun, man. She's yeah. <laughs> she's, I shouldn't judge. I haven't seen Bad Mom's Christmas. Colin, either. did you watch it? Nope. Oh. Okay, I didn't think so. Check it out. It's it's there's some okay. funny moments. There's some you know Justin Hartley's in it and he's naked half the time. So okay, you know that's you know how to sell a movie. Yeah, to I was going to say mm-hmm. I knew that would get you yeah. right it's like in. You know so. us. Yeah, you know how to sell to the three of us. Yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 a good one for the next year. Give it next year. We continue to watch Emily in Paris season three last night. Zion. I know. I'm bummed I, out. That's a bummer for you guys. I. I am now officially, officially just hate watching it. <laughs> I'm going to finish it, but she infuriates me because we said this yesterday on the show and it happened at least twice yesterday. No matter what situation she's in, she magically comes up with a solution off the top of her head and it always works out perfectly. Right, Kyle? It happened like twice on the episodes we watched yesterday. It did. Again, they were planning an event that their venue got canceled and they had to move it <laughs> in a week. And I was like, everything went smoothly. And then um, she had an idea for how to solve a problem. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. Because the guy, the CEO, like shuts her down. He's like, wow, thanks for explaining how that works to me. I had no idea. <laughs> Being sarcastic. And I was like, yes, finally, one of her ideas does not work out. Ten minutes later, he uses her idea out of the thing, and he's like, "Thanks, Emily." And I was like, "Oh God, I'm done." Yeah. And then the next the episode before that, and I get that it's a TV show. I I get it's aspirational and, and it's a fairy tale and blah blah blah. But you 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 can only it's almost to the point where it's stretching reality to to a point where it's eye roll inducing. Yes. For instance, like everything just works out great for her. Everything. Colin just told you that, that example. And then she, there's this magazine where you want to get on, you know, this magazine has a, it has a legendary list of like the, like the hundred the, most influential people of Paris. Yeah. So not only does she get on that Spo- list, oh, spoiler, spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler <laughs> alert. But there's something else that happens to her in conjunction with this list. And it's just like, okay, really, mm-hmm. really everything goes that well for you. 
all the time, Emily in Paris. <laughs> and as Colin said yesterday, where does she keep all these clothes? She lives, she, sp- she shares an apartment with a friend. How does she afford all the clothes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said that yesterday on Twitter and someone said, now, Jason, she does reuse different pieces. Oh. And I go, okay, yeah, but <laughs> she's still wearing basically brand new outfits. Yeah. I saw some of the comments episode. on your th- thread. And the other one is, um, again, spoiler alert if you are watching, but she lives with a friend. Where do they live in this tiny little apartment? Because they seem to share the same bed for their recreational facility, you know, activities. Yes. It's like, are you going to be home? No, I won't be home until late. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So bizarre. I, I don't get it. I don't get it either. I don't know. I'm. You're watching it though. I am watching it. I have to. I have to have a glass of champagne when I watch it though, just because it needs. You know, like it. It needs a glass of champagne. Yeah, it does. Several. But I'm, and I feel like this season you don't see the sweeping views. Kind of like they they did such a good job in the first couple seasons where they really highlighted the city and different areas. It was and I a character. Yeah, and I don't feel like they're doing it quite as much in this mm-hmm. latest season. No. This is a very sad. different... And again, the musical numbers, too. There's oh, another one. Colin, over! Yeah, Colin said, oh, look, another musical number, and mm-hmm. I fast-forwarded right through it. I was like, oh, no, no, you shan't be doing A Star Is Born. We're not doing this. Oh, man. And I fast-forward <laughs> right through it. I can't. It, but I'm going to finish it, and I always go back to it. It is a hate-watching situation. And I and I I, I don't know. Well, yeah, because we finished um, the sex lives of college girls, so now we don't have anything else to watch. Oh, how we, was that? How was that? that? Good. Okay. Not great. This <laughs> I was saying you're like I was your kind, tone is. I was kind of uh, intrigued by just the title itself. Season yeah. one is fantastic. If okay. you haven't watched it, um, do you not agree, Jace? Oh, season one's great. Yeah. Season two. Um, it's kind of like they didn't know what to do. So it's kind of like Emily in Paris. I like the archetype of the characters, but they don't feel real to me anymore. Oh. Yes. Okay. Um, Very good. Yes. There's a lot of great one-liners, especially from the character Bella, but it's suspended reality a little bit. Okay. I'm like, eh. It's still great for like funny one-liner punchy things because it's um, Mindy Kaling. I love as a that. producer, you know. Um, but it's just not as great as season one. Cool. No, it but feels like good. a one note, a one note thing, a one note wonder. Uh, we're going to come back uh, with a little best of uh, looking back at some of the best moments uh, to make you laugh on this Wednesday. So stay right there. We'll be back after these words. Welcome back to the show. Looking back at 2022, I'm here with uh, Grant, Colin, and Lisa LaCourcier. Um, one of the big events for us here at uh, oh my microphone is falling apart as we speak I gotta get a new one here oh no yeah no perfect well it lasted through most of 2022 there we go um one of the big events obviously for my talk here was the fact that uh, Colleen uh decided to run off right off into the sunset on her own terms and uh begin a new chapter which uh we respect her for so much I miss her a lot, mm-hmm. um, but it's funny. I actually text her more now than I did when we, we talked to each other more now than we did when uh, when she was working here. But anyway, so I thought it would be fun today, and we'll do another one tomorrow. Um, and I check with Colleen. I don't have to pay her residuals if I use her voice. I wanted. To, I didn't need her uh, <laughs> sending me a damn bill. But anyway, uh, one of the funniest things we've ever done on this show through its entire history is passing notes. These were notes... Um, real notes from Dawn's high school years 
and they were acted out by my talkers, by my talk uh, family members, and beautifully produced by Rocco. So it was really a joint thing, a little yeah. bit of Dawn, a little bit of Rocco, um, and this one is Colleen. And Colleen played a character that uh, will go down in our station's history. She played Jenny from Chicago. <laughs> and even just saying it makes me happy. So I pulled two passing notes um, featuring Jenny from Chicago. Uh, as tribute yes. to Colleen as we look back at 2022. <laughs> so uh, here is the first one. Please enjoy. Are you passing a note? She passes me notes in class all the time. Do you want to pass me a note and have me circle yes or no? This is Passing Notes on Jason and Alexis. Old high school notes that producer Don found read aloud by the MyTalk players. It was sweet. We held hands and passed notes. And you are to read that letter in front of my class. Read it out loud. This week, it's another very special passing notes. This time, Dawn's mom found bottles of... Wait, is it the Super Bowl halftime show again? Oh, that's right. It's Ginny from Chicago's music. I put peppers and mustard on my dogs. I'm still, I'm still Ginny from Chicago. Used to write to Don back in junior high. Because of how I talk, you know where I come from. Shop, shop, Though I sound like I might be from Prague. I'm still, I'm still Ginny from Chicago. Used to write to Don back in junior high. Because of how I talk, you know where I come from. Shop, shop, Dear Don, hello. How's life? Pretty boring here as usual. What have you been up to lately? Are you still going out with Scott? If so, how long have you been going out? Are you still grounded? Is she interviewing her? I will be as soon as I get third quarter grades. I got an F in health and Spanish for sure. An F in health? I think Mrs. Van Slyke made a mistake though. Too bad I can't prove it. Maybe when we run out of notes from Dawn, we could do a Ginny spinoff where she's a high school detective. Let's file that one away for later. My mom is going to be super pissed. Christine is hanging around Becky now. Don't you have pity on her? Puke. We've been doing these passing notes for like three years now, and I don't think the names Christine or Becky have come up once. She hasn't said a thing to me since third hour yesterday. Yesterday was spelled yes, turd, a, of course. Oh, well, I'm sure you can tell how upset I am. I'm probably boring you to death. So I'll say TTFN, friends. Spelled F-R-E-N-Z as Ginny likes to do. Ginny, W-B-S. Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, Alexis, hello, buddy. And also, hello to your little buddy. Zen, I put peppers and mustard on my dogs. I'm still, I'm still Ginny from Chicago. Used to write to Don back in junior high. Because of how I talk, you know where I come from. Shop, shop, Though I sound like I might be from Prague. I'm still, I'm still Ginny from Chicago. Used to write to Don back in junior high. Because of how I talk, you know where I come from. Shop, Schomburg. There we go. Now, uh, I pulled another one as well. So without further ado... Here's more adventures of Jenny from Chicago. Hey, it's Jenny from Chicago music. I put peppers and mustard on my dogs. I'm still, I'm still Jenny from Chicago. Used to write to Don back in junior high because of how I talk, you know where I come from. Shop, shop, though I sound like I might be from Prague. I'm still, I'm still Jenny from Chicago. Used to write to Don back in junior high because of how I talk, you know where I come from. Shop, shop, Sweet home. 
When we last heard from Ginny, she was giving Don the grand tour of her hometown, Chicago. Oh, hey, uh, that's the big art museum over there. Uh, they have that one painting with the bald, skinny farmer and his wife. I know, big whoop, right? I'm not paying 10 bucks to see some dumb farmers when I can see them in Springfield for free. Anywho. Sounds like they had fun. Let's see what our friend Ginny's up to this week. Done. Hiya. It's okay here, I guess. I got grounded till next Friday because I was late Friday. I was out with Jeff and Mike Klein. At least I can still go out tonight, but she's grounded. What kind of parents did she have? Uh, Colleen, you want to turn your mom filter off for a few minutes? Great. At least I can still go out tonight, even though I still don't know exactly what I'm going to do. I rewound that last sentence a few times to figure out just what accent that was. Even though I still don't know exactly what I'm going to do. Even though I still don't know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to do. I'm going to do. I'm going to do. I got to say, I seriously can't place it. Chicago? Gonna do. Northwest Minnesota? Gonna do. Canada? Gonna do. Sweden? Gonna do. All I can say is I can't get enough of it. Gonna do. Gonna do. Gonna do. Gonna do. Okay, sorry. Carry on, Jenny. At least I can still go out tonight, even though I still don't know exactly what I'm gonna do. Chef's kiss. Probably go to a college party. Ooh. Colleen. You wanna come with me? <laughs> oh, God. There it is. It's unbelievable. It's so good. You wanna it's come so with me? It's so good. You wanna come with me? A little chef's kiss. Rocco oh. is a master with his tools, that's for sure. It's so good. Oh. And it just... It's doubly funny to me because I have relatives. My Aunt Pat lives in Schaumburg. So when that song first debuted, when Rocco brought, I laughed so hard. Well, now I can't I, hear that song or hear the original without singing Rocco's version. Oh, Jenny from the Block. So if I hear Jenny from the Block, I start singing Jenny, <laughs> Jenny from, from Chicago. Chicago. Oh, yeah. Chicago. Yes, I know. It's bad. Oh, here's, I pressed the wrong one. That's, yes. Uh, you're right. I'll never hear Jenny from the block anymore. Forget J Lo. Yep. I'll always hear Jenny. I yeah. put peppers and mustard on my dogs. I'm still dogs. I'm still Jenny from Chicago. Used to write to Don back in junior high because of how I talk. You know where I come from. Shop shop. The one sound. It's so. And you know, it shop, took shop, 16 shop. people to write that song, and it only took Rocco one. One person. It only took Rocco. I know. Oh. One 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 afternoon to write that. So, oh, I just love that Don. Saved all those letters. Do you have letters from your teenage years, Lise? Um, I actually went through a bin not that long ago, and I did find a few. Um, but yeah, I, I have like I have letters from high school and college, just like writing from friends and postcards. I don't know. I was a little bit of a hoarder, keeping some of that stuff. But I, I have a, a lot of it. Away. I have a few. I have a few. Kyle, do you have any? I think I did at one point, but not anymore. I, I like to purge. I know you do. So. Grant, do you have any that you've written to your girlfriends? Over I the years? have a couple from like because I had some pen pals that I met at camp back in the day, and I have some of those Aww. letters. So I, 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 yeah, and I've actually tried to find out where they are now, but it's tough because of people getting married now that we're at that age. But um, I have some of that stuff. I'm a hoarder, but Lily actually recently went because we were, I was, you know, listening to you guys back when you were doing this, and one day Lily, she was like, "Oh my god," because she was, loved this bit. She found a. Big, massive, like, you know, those Target bags, plastic bags, full yeah. of all of her high school notes. Everything. Like, she saved 
everything. So one night we got out the wine, sat down and <laughs> turned on a good movie and just started reading and making oh. fun. And That's it was amazing. It was a really cool thing. So she has all those notes like Don did, too. So were you popular with the ladies when you were in high school, Grant? I was, uh, I wouldn't, yeah, yes. Yeah, I would say, yeah, I mean, I wasn't popular with the ladies because I was a very shy kid. I wasn't like a player, one could say, but I yeah. was, um, I was a friend to everybody. I was that kind of guy who, you know, I, I, I hit all the clicks. I didn't have one yeah. particular click. I, I hung out with the dweebs and the nerds. One could want to, if you want to call them that. And then I hung out yeah. with the popular kids too. I, I kind of meshed it, meshed in between all of them. Yeah. But Colin, I, were you popular? With, I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> you were popular with the ladies, actually. Well, I mean, what girl doesn't want a gay friend in high school, you know? Yeah, that's, so, that's true. true. That's, that's true. very true. No, I, was, I think I kind of got around to different groups, and, you mm-hmm. know, I probably had three or four different groups that I hung out with for different yeah. things, but, yeah. yeah. You know, and the AOL instant messenger and texting was just kind of new when mm. I was younger, so yes. that, we didn't have a lot of handwritten notes. It was, AOL you know, took over a lot of that in junior high for yeah. me. God. And then, you know, texting, I didn't realize the first time I was texting that it was 99 cents a text that I was sending all day oh. long and my bill came and it was, you know, 700 and some dollars or whatever. Oh my yeah. God. Are you serious? Oh yeah. Those days, you know, you had to wait until after nine, three minutes after nine and oh, God. all that stuff. And remember that? I'm old enough to remember long distance. Remember, Lisa, oh, yeah. they mm-hmm. charge you for long distance oh, calls. Yeah. Um, Just, can I even take that a step further? Yeah. Growing up on the farm, we had a party, a party, a party line. line. So we had a line that we shared with people across the rural road from us. And so every once in a while, I can't remember this woman's name, but you'd be on a call and you'd hear her pick up. You could hear her breathing and she would sit and listen to the call. And we'd, oh, be, like, yeah. we'd be like, Myrtle, hang up. We can hear <laughs> you breathing. Yeah. Oh, so, God. yeah. So for I don't remember how many years we had it. And then finally we got and then all you had to do was dial the last four digits of your Five digits of your phone number. You don't have to dial all seven digits. Hi, small town Minnesota. Yeah, my my parents said the same thing. It was a five-digit number, and like Mm -hmm. it would ring one time for this person, three times for this person, you know, a long ring or a Mm -hmm. short ring kind of thing. And yeah, Mm -hmm. you'd pick it up, and it's like, oh, so-and-so's on the phone. And she's like, and we'd listen in in high school because that was fun gossip. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Oh, you only had one channel out there to watch. The other yeah. one was I your, your phone. Did you feel bad for me? I did feel real, well, very bad. Hearing for you. that story, <laughs> yeah, Myrtle yes. on the other end, breathing heavy as you're trying to talk to John and get a date going. Exactly. <laughs> my, mom, my mom grew up and they were poor. They didn't have a phone, so they would give out the neighbor's phone number, and the neighbor would like come over and be like, "Lori, you have a phone call," and they'd go no over way. and wait. Yeah. Yep. Oh. oh yeah. Their okay, neighbors were I very patient like with them. You were bougie. rich compared. Yeah. You were We're going to take a break. Wrapping things up when we return. Now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor. From like the 70s or 80s. Okay, kids. Cook is it the most refreshing way to make the most of every day. Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Welcome back to said radio show. We are live. This is Jason and Alexis in the morning. Holly and Alexis are off. Uh, Grant from Lori and Julia is here. Uh, Collins here. Lisa LaCourcier. And a lot of you 
uh, emailing us. And a lot of people are working this week. Yeah. More than I thought would mm-hmm. be working. Yeah. Grant, are you working all day, or is it you're just doing our show, and then you're getting the hell out of here? Uh, no, today I'm actually sticking around quite a bit. I've got um, I'm going to be getting these podcasts up, and I uh, got to work Thank on this public file for uh, Holly, Ooh. and um, we're going to get some stuff done for Brooke for the Gracie Awards. We're submitting some audio for that, so I'm going to stick around today. Yesterday I got out of here. Tomorrow I'll probably get out of here, but today I'm going to stick around and get some work done. Got it. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah, yeah, all the other shows are in reruns, everyone. If you haven't uh, heard the promo. Uh, and Grant's nice enough. Uh, uh, he's going to be podcasting uh, the last few episodes of our show, mm-hmm. uh, so they'll, they'll they'll be up a little bit later. So we've already started. I've got the first hour from last week going. Second hour will be up shortly, and by I would say nine thirty today, all three episodes that were not up will be up and ready to go by nine. Perfect. Yep. And speaking of podcasts, don't forget to download the newest episode of Two Fairy Godfathers that dropped. Uh, we dropped it last night. Uh, this one's called Houston. We have a problem, mm-hmm. and it's about uh, one of the worst customer service experiences we've ever had at Disney in the decade we've been going, all thanks to a cast member named Alicia. <laughs> and he yes, calls her out. Call her out by name, which mm-hmm. I would normally never do, but she had the personality of a backpack <laughs> and um, couldn't have cared less. She did not love. She was not magical. She was not having a magical day. So do you think she's still there? Oh, yes. Oh. Yes. And I can't wait to walk by her host stand and give her a patented Jason dirty look when we're there. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You tell her. I know. My Minnesota (laughs) passive aggressiveness. I'm just going to walk right past her. Hello, Alicia. How are you today? Do you have any reservations for your crappy restaurant? Anyway, no. It's a review of Space 222. So uh, that'll be up on the podcast. And then... Uh, we're we're probably going to drop another uh, episode while we're in Disney because uh, we're gone for a couple weeks and we're in Disney for the first week. Um, a couple new things we'll be trying. So, um, yeah, so including changes to their uh, line skipping uh, Lightning Lane uh, app, their mechanism for that. So we'll be reviewing that soon, which Colin is very excited about. Well, I'm just glad we can make modifications now. Yes. So. And I, it's so funny. We have a producer here at Channel 9 that's literally going to Disney for the first time with his family at the exact same time that Colin oh. and I are there. So cool. I, I'm, I, I told him I'll, I'll be like on duty. I told him text if you have any questions. <laughs> we're going to be like Disney urgent care. Colin and I will be. We'll, we'll try to answer whatever questions you have. So he's, uh, he's a little nervous taking the whole, taking the whole family. And again, I, I, I feel bad for people that have never gone and they try to navigate all the stuff. Lisa's been with us many times. Uh, I can't imagine. I was so overwhelmed. Yes. I was so overwhelmed in the fact that you guys know exactly what to do, what time, how to, you know, you have your reservations. I mean, it's, you guys are a well-oiled machine and I was just sitting back going, all right, I'll just follow you. Yeah. We, we kind of are, aren't we, Kyle? Very much. So. You're efficient, and yeah. that, and a place like that, you have to be because for how much you're spending, for how much time you have, you want to have people like you who know how to you know navigate the waters, get to the right places, like you said, get the reservations when you need them to optimize the experience. Otherwise, like I want to do this, but I would love to have someone like you by my side because, like you, Lisa, it just the idea seems overwhelming. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I'd walk in there and be like, left or right, which way do I go? You know, where does it? Where do you begin? And it yeah. took us, but it took us, you know, 10 years of going multiple times to yeah. get to a point that we're like, okay, we know what we're doing. And it's awesome. Know? Yeah, that's 
And, and Grant, by the way, you're more than welcome to come with us anytime. Oh, let's do it. Yes, yes. You would have a you would have a good time. Oh, uh, I mean, we ha- let's be clear. The three of us. Uh, there was one time where Lisa and I. We didn't even. Colin was not with us on this trip. We, we planned to go to Universal, and we were there during the pandemic when they were limiting the capacity. And this tells you that Lisa and I could have fun anywhere. Um, they wouldn't let us. We had to leave the park to meet some friends, and then they wouldn't let us back in. They had reached capacity while we were ste- while we stepped out. We ended up hanging out at um, Margaritaville, that? Jimmy Buffett's, <laughs> a Margaritaville bar for about four hours uh, until we could get back into the park. And I was supposed to leave that evening. Yeah. And I called up Delta and I said, I got a wonderful woman named Lisa. And she was like, girl, I got you. Next day, left in the morning. Boom. Changed. (laughs) Love you, Delta. That's going to do it for us today. If you're listening and you're a kid that's being bullied, you go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. We'll be back tomorrow for our last live show before the new year. But right now, go have a good day. We'll see you tomorrow, everyone.